Nonverbal Graffiti with Grant Cotter. Oh shit, he has a podcast. KFX. Cutty Fresh exclusive. Palapanye. Wichelapoten. Hello. Check, check, check. Is this thing on? What up? Welcome to another episode of Verbal Graffiti. I am Grant Cotter. I'm coming to you live from my hotel room in Lake Tahoe, California. I got bit by a bug on my face. I look like a teen with cystic acne. I have altitude sickness because I woke up and I thought it was going to be a good idea to go check out the skate park in fucking Tahoe. Went by Starbucks, grabbed my coffee, went skating, drinking a coffee, and then exerting energy in a high altitude will fuck you up. Because I got back and I felt nauseous as fuck. Had to fucking take like five showers to feel normal. And then I tried to lay down for a bit. And I got bit in the face by a fucking bug. It's to be determined whether it happened outdoors or whether it happened here at the hotel. I feel like this is kind of a it's a decent hotel. I do stay here a lot when I perform up here. Haven't had any issues before. But my face looks fucked. And I'm scared of what kind of bug it was. If it was bed bugs, get the fuck out of here. Have you guys ever had bed bugs before? I got bed bugs once and it ruined my fucking life. It was one of the worst experiences I've ever gone through and it was stressful as fuck. If you don't know what bed bugs are, they're real things. Bed bugs are real. Remember that saying? Sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I didn't know people were literally saying, oh yeah, there's scary ass insects that suck your blood and sleep in your mattress with you and they fucking are awful. I got my bed bugs in Seattle. I was doing the Seattle International Comedy Competition and it's one of those it's a comedy contest where like you don't win any money until you win the whole fucking thing and it takes three weeks so you're paying out of pocket so i got the shittiest shadiest hotel i could get this red roof in across from a cemetery by the seattle SeaTac airport paying like 49 dollars a night living that comic budget you know what i'm saying and i got bed bugs i brought them home with me one day i was laying in bed and i looked on the wall i go that's a weird looking bug Looks like a bed bug. And then I Googled bed bugs and it was like I was looking at a picture of the thing that was at my house. I was like, oh, is this you? What's up, little bug? And I looked in my mattress and then there was like five in there. So it was a new infestation. Like they hadn't really gotten there, but they were still there. Because I had been watching my friend's dog for a couple weeks beforehand. And I thought like, oh, the dog had like fleas and the fleas bit me. But nope, they're fucking bed bugs. You got to throw away your mattress. You have to deep clean your carpets. You have to throw away your curtains. You have to deep clean all of your clothes. Everything soft. Everything that you own is fucked because you don't know where the bed bugs are and you don't know where they laid their little eggs. Because while you're sleeping, them bed bugs is fucking. They're fucking right next to your face. 
they're having weird premarital insect sex right next to you. And then they're laying their eggs God knows where. I've never seen a bed bug hatch, but I know that they were fucking doing it. So I had to get this plastic mattress wrap. I had to wrap my mattress. And I lived on the third or fourth floor of this building. I don't remember. Fourth floor. And... I didn't want to, I was like alone. I didn't want to lug my fucking queen mattress downstairs with this plastic wrap. I was scared to tell everyone else in the building I had bed bugs. So I lived on the fourth floor and I had a balcony and behind my house was the alley. And I threw my mattress off the balcony four stories down into the alley. And then I was like, oh, I got to go move it to like the trash can. I can't just leave it there. Not, uh, not even five minutes after I dropped it on the ground, this truck pulls up and this fucking Mexican guy gets out and fucking puts my mattress in his car and drives off. I didn't even warn him that there was bed bugs in there. I didn't even let him know. He thought he just came up on like a new mattress with a nice plastic wrap. But no, the bed was toxic. So he probably got bed bugs. But then I told my landlord, I tried to blame it on them. I go, yeah, like I did my laundry in the laundry unit and now I have bed bugs. So like you need to come and spray my house immediately. So then this is the second part of the jam up. After washing all your shit, deep cleaning all your shit, then you got to wrap up everything in the kitchen. There was no bed bugs in the kitchen, only in my bedroom. But you got to wrap up everything and put it in plastic bags and they got to come and spray then you can't go in your house for 24 hours. Then after you unpack everything, they come back two weeks later and they spray again. So you got to do all that shit twice. Oh, I shouldn't have gone down this road because now I'm just scared. I got bit in the face by a bed bug. And it's a fucking paranoid thing I got. But what up? It's been a crazy week. I was in New York City last week, had some great shows. Shout out to everybody at stand up new york for giving me a ton of love and just letting me hop on every fucking show out there i had a great time new york crowds are sick i did one show at caroline's it was kind of whack stuffy like midtown crowd small crowd and i just feel like i didn't didn't really get it going with them but every show at stand up new york was awesome and i had a blast i had a good time new york's wild you know uh the thing I don't like about New York is, is there's no palm trees. I love palm trees. I love that I'm from Southern California and there's just palm trees everywhere. They're my favorite tree, hands down. And New York doesn't have palm trees. But New York does have dudes that are fucked up on heroin with their arms up in the air, kind of swaying like a palm tree. So, like, that did make me feel good going through the subway. This one subway hustle is my favorite is, you know, once the train starts going, there's, like, a homeless dude who will just be like, hey, guys. I'm sorry to do this to you, but could I get your attention? My name is Jim, and I am homeless, and I was wondering if you could spare some money for me. And they, they, Everybody's got a different and unique speech, and some people are really good at it. Some people have, like, good public speaking skills. Some people have, like, really thought it out. They have jokes in there, and, like, other people are fucked up. So I was on a train going from like upper west side down to lower east side and you know it's a 20 minute train there was maybe like 15 stops in that 15 stops like five or six different people did this hustle and when nobody in the car like gives them any attention they just walk to the next one so it's kind of like a rotation so one guy comes in that dude jim comes in he's like hey ladies and gentlemen i'm sorry like nobody gives a fuck he's got no personality 
he's fucked up on heroin he has a rat tail so like people discount him immediately boom get out of here next stop somebody else comes on it's a woman with the shaved head it's like all right you're a little unique you know you're millennial all these people were young too they're like young homeless so that's why i think nobody else cares because it's like dude go get a fucking job at mcdonald's but this next girl comes on and she's like she was kind of charismatic she was like hey guys my name's alicia and a lot of you are thinking i'm on drugs but i'm not i would just like a little bit of money so i could get a turkey bacon cheese wrap from the bodega if you could help me out that would be great nobody gave her the time of day she fucking left third one came on black dude with dreads right he had on red pants he fucking came on and he had a boom box and then he was like ladies and gentlemen can i get your attention please and then he's like can i get your attention please and then kind of people look over it and then he put on the boom box and then he started fucking dancing in the middle of the train and he was like i'm a homeless man but i make my living performing my art and he was like popping and locking and people were kind of like oh hell yeah and i saw someone give him money so it's like you got to kind of step your game up and you got to just think outside the box when it comes to like the subway panhandle. And I wonder what my hustle would be. Would I try to tell jokes? No. I don't know if I could do that. It'd be too hard for me. Uh, I went to that wedding in Connecticut. It was beautiful. Connecticut rich people town greenwich probably where the great gatsby lived or some shit i don't know i didn't read the whole book i had better shit to do like smoke weed behind rite aid with the homies but greenwich was nice i was real excited for the wedding you know we were staying at like a fancy hotel and i thought that oh it's gonna be great i'll lay by the pool i'll fuck around there's no goddamn pool at the hotel in connecticut who makes a hotel and doesn't have a fucking what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do during the day? Go out and explore? Fuck no. I want to sit by the pool and have two magazines next to me. And then occasionally I will look at the pictures and some of them and then put it down. Because I don't got time to read. I'm too busy checking Instagram on my phone. Connecticut. Rich people town. This hotel was right on the water. You know, very nice, luxurious. And I thought like, oh, no pool. I'll swim in the water. No. Rich people town. Poor people water. It was like sewage water floating through like in like a creek harbor i don't even know and i don't know if it's because i have tattoos but i got discriminated against i tried to ride a ferry and this lady told me i needed to go to a civic center to get a pass to ride the ferry she gave me zero time a day and i just looked her in the eyes and go well aren't you a ray of sunshine and she was like what'd you say and then i got scared and i went nothing i'm sorry and i left <laughs> but connecticut was cool interesting type of person in connecticut you know a lot of rich older women with the hairlines of congressmen you know like just really trying to you know maintain and and, and keep that blonde luxurious look when your hair should be like gray and out of there but you know we do what we can you know what else i thought of a funny I'm trying to do this as a joke um so, like, I did, I talked about it before on the podcast. I went to Disneyland. It was a nice, fun time. But I was really going, like, I wanted a dope picture of me being scared. You know, like, on the ride, like, roller coaster, like, get 300 likes on Instagram with, like, a good, scary log ride face. 
but you know when the camera is gonna take the picture like you anticipate it it's not really like a genuine scare plus you're not scared when you're doing that so i think disneyland you know in order to help people get the photo that they really want they need to step their game up i think they need to put people with masks on in the parking structure so you've had a long day you've eaten six corn dogs your kids are fucking crying you're tired you want to go home you're stuck in traffic you're not expecting it you walk into your car this dude in a mask like a ski mask jumps out and pulls a fucking gun out at you and goes give me all your money points it right at your face and you're like ah! but inside the gun in the barrel of the gun is a camera and it takes a picture of you then you know and then then you get the scared photo you want that's something i'd pay 39.95 for you know not like this other bullshit that they're trying to sell you my home i saw my homie brooks went to disneyland he fucking was just taking pictures of the tv screens to get his photos interesting thing to do you know also at the wedding uh it was a jewish wedding and i'd never been to that uh, jewish wedding before and like they hold the bride and groom up on a chair and then they create this like Jewish whirlpool mosh pit around them where like everybody's running around like fucking and you're like singing songs and doing this. And it brought me back to my old like, you know, punk days. And, and I got caught in the middle of the pit and I accidentally fucking elbowed a lady in the face. And, uh, you know, so I'm not allowed back in Connecticut ever again. But it was tight. It was beautiful. Congratulations to them. I'm just here in Tahoe. I do this gig a lot. It's fun. It's easy. But I've done everything there is to do in Lake Tahoe. One crazy time I was up here, one of the first times I was here with Amir K, we were, we had a show, right? And I, I don't know, I was fucking with the crowd, you know, and I t said this, well, I was like mad that a guy was wearing flip-flops in the front row. And then another lady yelled out in the back, he's been wearing those clothes three days. And, like, everybody laughed. And it's like, well, how do you know? And she's like, because I seen him. And then so they start fighting in the crowd. And I'm like, okay. After the show, the guy's been wearing the clothes three-day comes up to me. He's like, man, you was funny as fuck. And this guy, I can only describe him as, like, he looked like he listened to the band Sublime a lot. You know, like, like a Modesto Sublime fan. Like, Ice Road Truckers was on his DVR. And then his friend looked like Santa Claus with a goatee. And there were these things called clampers, which, to the best of my knowledge, is something like uh, like a fraternity of brothers. Like, I don't fucking know. Maybe it's like a VFW. Maybe they got a house, and you got to go fucking drink there, and you get, like, $2 Bud Lights. But these dudes were, like, real trashy, and they were, they were really trying to kick it with me in the mirror. They were like, dude, we're professional gamblers. They fly us out here to and give us a free room so we gamble and spend money but these guys look like they didn't have any money and i don't know but we were kind of juiced up and i was like dude i got 20 bucks i want to burn like will you show me like how to win money gambling he's like fuck yeah come over here go to roulette puts it down he shows me this chart he's like dude you know look there's four reds five blacks whatever Long story short is, like, I lost my money. This fool didn't know what the fuck he was talking about, and then he didn't want to gamble. He only had $10. Like, I don't want to gamble. I go, I thought you were a fucking high roller. Whatever. So then he's 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 like, oh, we got some weed. Come back to our room. And I'm always sketchy. I never go back to somebody's fucking 
hotel room because then you get first of all i never kick it with people after shows because it's a jam up you know what i mean like it's like when people are always like oh i want to smoke weed with you after shows it's like dude thank you like i'm stoked like i'll kick it and talk with you for a bit but i'm not like smoking weed with you and like putting my mouth on a joint and passing it back and forth with you because i'm a fucking germaphobe but amir likes to get into fucking weird shit so he's like come on let's go let's go we go into the room and this room is like they've been here three days and it's like they've lived here for a year. Like, there's so many weird... There's, like, a blender in the room. There's, like... Th- they added their own pictures, you know, like, f- of them two together. Uh, there's two queen beds. And then there's, like, Pepto-Bismol bottles everywhere. It was weird. Then they have, like, the shittiest weed ever. And, of course, they want to smoke with us. And fucking... I don't want to smoke. So Amir takes a hit. And we're in there, and it's dark and they start cracking beers i'm like all right dude i don't want to go and then amir makes a joke these guys are like yeah they're like kind of racist and they were like saying some weird shit about trump and i was like dude i need to get out of here now and then amir makes this joke he's, he's like if you guys aren't together why is only one of the beds messed up and then these two guys got so fucking flustered and we're like what oh 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 no fuck you dude fuck you and then they got so mad and hostile with them I was already by the door ready to go, so I just fucking dipped. And then Amir fucking comes running behind me, and I'm like, damn. So you never go in someone's hotel room because you probably get murdered, you know? The world's not a safe place. Everybody's fucking scared. But that's my Tahoe experience. I like it out here. It's beautiful weather. The shows are always whatever. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. I always have fun fucking with the crowd, but I never leave here thinking like, damn, dude, I'm a fucking, I'm a better comic now for doing these shows. It's like flexes your crowd work muscle because you got to fuck with people, but everybody's at casino shows are just wasted, so drunk, faded to the max, and then they get free tickets and they come to the show and then they think they can talk and chat and ugh, it's like fucking comedy fist fight, I'll tell you that. But I was stoked to be home for a day. About three months ago, I stole some sunflower seeds from a Home Depot. And I was a little bit dumb because I never put it together that sunflowers grow from sunflower seeds. So when I stole these seeds, I go, these will be fun. Like, I'm going to plant them. I love sunflowers. And I took them. And then I went home and I put them in a pot. And I go, these are fucking sunflower seeds. And it all clicked in my head. It's like, oh. You know, it's like toothpick. The name of the thing is the thing that it does. Sunflower seeds create sunflowers. So I planted them in May. And they're like seven feet tall now. And they're starting to bloom. And I got to see them for one day. And then I fucking am here in Tahoe for another five. I commend peep comics that are like deep road dogs that are just like grinding it out, driving like 12 hours every three days from gig to gig to gig to gig. It's a hard life. It's hard to stay healthy on the road, you know, because fast food options are so easy. You don't really have a kitchen. You can't do anything. Comedy is hard. I do want to talk about this. Um, Dave Chappelle had a new special come out. I think it's amazing. It's called Sticks and Stones. It's on Netflix. I watched it, and I was like, this is his best special since Killing Me Softly. It's so good. It's so poignant. It's a giant fuck you to, like, whatever is going on in, like, our, our like, this culture of, like, 
everything triggers everything. Everything is, it's just like everybody's trying to play it so safe, and comedy's not meant to be safe. Comedy is dangerous. Comedy is gritty. Comedy is the truth. Comedy is like, it's jokes. It's jokes, okay? People take it so seriously. And if you can't make a joke about something serious, it's not fun anymore. And Dave Chappelle does it the best in the special, and I loved it. But fucking Vice and a bunch of other people are writing these, like, hit pieces on it saying, like, they're just like vilifying Chappelle for like doing what he's famous for, which is being funny as fuck, which is being irreverent. And it's just a weird time. I saw Sebastian Maniscalco, a super other funny other comedian. He just hosted the MTV Video Music Awards. There was an article by Variety, like the entertainment trade magazine, who they're crucifying him. Because he went out and had this monologue where he's just like, yeah, like, you guys are kind of pussies. Like, there's a room in the back, like, in case any of you guys get triggered. And there's blankets back there, and you can cuddle up and suck your thumb. And it was fucking funny, you know? These millennials, these young kids coming up, it's fucked up. All these kids who grew up getting participation trophies, like, as kids, grew up to become fucking bloggers for Vice. They're just, they're pussies. They're soft. It's like when I f- started comedy, when I was a couple years in, I used to do a lot of colleges. When I first started comedy, I was college-aged. You know, I was in my early 20s. And I thought, like, dude, I want to perform for college kids because I'm a college kid and I get fucked up. And these kids will, like, get fucked up and they'll like my jokes. And I don't know what shifted in, in like, the eight or nine years since then where it's, like, now college kids are the worst crowds to perform for. Colleges are fucking awful. All the girls got them weird, straight Betty Page bangs and half-shaved heads, and all the dudes just fucking whack as hell wearing SpongeBob t-shirts to be ironic. Colleges suck. It's not a place to be a free thinker anymore because everything pisses everybody off. Everybody gets offended by everything. You can't cuss. You can't talk about this. You can't do that. You yelled at her. You made fun of this. I'm out of here. I'm writing a blog. I'm giving you a bad Yelp review. It's just there's t- people fucking suck. Not you guys, though. Not you motherfuckers who are listening to the podcast. Because you're cool. Like, you obviously have seen my comedy. You like me. You know what I'm about. I don't know. I feel like I've been ranting a lot. I'm not really sure what this episode is about. What it is. I just haven't done one in a couple days. I've been so busy. And I just thought I'd hit you with one out of the blue. I already forgot what I talked about. But I just remembered I got a bug bite on my face. I've been putting some clips of me skating on Instagram, you know, trying to relive my glory days. And I'm just not. It's sad. Ever since my knee got fucked up, I I just am not the same. I have no power in my legs. You know, I didn't finish my physical therapy. It's supposed to go to eight weeks of physical therapy. I went to like two and a half. And then I had my homie LaQuasto, who's a physical therapist. He would come over and like tell me exercises to do and then I would half ask them until I learned to walk again and then once I learned to walk I was like I'm good I'm good so one of my legs is like kind of strong and muscular and then the other one is like jelly and that's my front leg when I skate so I just got no power to really do anything it's sad but I'm getting there and I'm having fun doing it but 
don't come skate in Tahoe, dude. I don't know what happened to me earlier. I went to the fucking Chinese place and I just got plain white rice. And I went, my stomach needs settling. My stomach. <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm gonna co- I'm gonna do another podcast while I'm up here. I feel I feel bad for ha- kind of half-assing this one, but I'm gonna give you another one. Um, where am I at this next week? I'm in Tahoe for a couple more days, and then Monday, September second, Labor Day. I am at the Hollywood Improv, another Beyond Stoke show with the homie Joe Sib. Got a sick lineup. Me, Joe Sib, Amir K, Nikki Glazer, Monty Franklin. Hollywood Improv, Monday, September 2nd, 7.30 p.m. Slide into my DMs if you want to roll out. Come to the show. Fucking kick it. You guys are so sick. I'm stoked you're listening to the podcast. Thank you to the people that have left reviews on the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you haven't yet, I hope you rate it five stars. Leave a comment. Boost me up to that subscription level so I can start making money so I can buy some bug repellent for the rest of the week here in Tahoe. I appreciate you guys. You guys are so fucking rad. Um, check out my website, grantcotter.com for tour dates. I'm coming to your city soon. All right, guys. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Don't smoke crack. Bye. KFX. Cutty Fresh exclusive.